0: Hi, and welcome to episode 215 of the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast, sponsored by WebSpy. So today we're going to be doing a video podcast. Um, Don't worry if you're the sort of person that prefers audio. I do too. Um, But we're going to be doing a video podcast today because I need to show you something on the PC. Um, So before we get on to that, I just did want to thank WebSpy, our sponsors. WebSpy are Internet Monitoring Analysis and Reporting Specialists. And you can get a 10% discount on any WebSpy product if you go to www.webspy.com mbp and use the discount code mbpwsy. Um, also, if you're on Twitter, then if you could tweet the phrase, thank you at WebSpy for sponsoring the at Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. That'll be great. and just shows your shows web Spy that you're that you're listening. Um, so the reason that we need to do a video today is because um, I'm going to show you shortly some soft proofing techniques that I've been um, using recently in Adobe Photoshop CS4. And um, the reason that I've had to get into that is because I've recently been creating these. Uh, this these are two of three folios that I'm going to be releasing for sale very soon and basically um, you know until now my printing technique has been basically to make a virtual copy in Lightroom and then just tweak that to make it a little bit brighter and I use the exposure levels increasing exposure by about 0.15 to 0.20 stops and just to take care of that discrepancy that you get uh, because usually our monitors are a little bit brighter than the printers. Um, and that's fine, I don't really want to, to make the, the monitor... I don't like to do- think about darkening the monitor down. Um, I like the way the images look like on the monitor. And this is a backlit uh, image, you know. The, we have light coming from behind the image. Um, with a print, it's dependent on reflectant light. Um, if, you, if you put more light onto a print, it becomes brighter. If you look at it in darker situations, it gets darker, obviously. Um, But, you know, basically to compensate for the initial discrepancy, I do that little exposure thing. Um, But when I started to put together the folios, and I selected um, 12 or 10 images that I wanted to put into the folios, I found that it just, you know, there were some of them that just contained parts, uh, colours, gradations that just couldn't be... Um, correctly represented uh, in the print, and so I I did a lot of printing testing. Um, I've actually put it away now, but I could sh- I could have showed you. I've got a stack of this thick of, of prints that I've I've been putting outputting just to try and get this right. But basically, um, a lot of it. What I will do is, um, you know, th- these are some of the test prints, not all of them. and um, basically, I started to just output them in. Uh, four at a time, and then making notes. Once I got it right, they get a check. Um, but make notes on how I changed them during the soft proofing, and really sort of perfected each one. Um, and it just—it's just a big job, you know. And I—I and I found that there is uh, there's a certain amount that you can do um, in soft proofing to just make them perfect. And I—I want to share that with you today. Um, I've got to take this, you know, I love these, uh, I'm very, very pleased with the way these are turning out, so I did want to just show you these, you know, the logo there, Um I'm going to do a video to show you these in more detail at some point, but that's going to go on the um, on the, the flowers, flowers Games Folio's website that I'm putting together as well. Um, but basically, you now you open these things up, you get um, Facing paper here. There's going to be an intro with a microphotographer like a statement in between this and the top print. Um, but basically, once you get in there, you know we can see that you, we've got these uh, the flowerscapes with the boilerplate down the bottom with the, the title and the date and the place that it was shot. Um, and you know, so basically, these these are the what's going to be the sort of photos that are going to be in the folio. Um, there are ten in the in the flowerscapes one because the paper is slightly thicker, so I had to you know, remove uh, two of the original selection. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, But, you know, just to get these perfect, um, you know, to get the prints exactly how I want them, uh, took a lot of soft proofing, a lot of messing about. Um, So I'm going to basically just go through how I did that in Photoshop CS4. And, you know, we'll get into that now. (laughs) So I'll, I'll see you on the PC in a few moments. okay so welcome to my pc uh, it feels a little bit strange to be uh, to be recording my screen but you know I guess I'll have to get used to this um, what we've got here is uh, a set of 10 images which are the images that we will be um, you know releasing as the a folio called flowerscapes and you know I'll just sort of skip through these a little bit as we as we talk but um you know basically these these images are uh, ten that i've uh, I've selected from my uh, my many flowerscape images. Um, you know just to give you a little bit more background, you know flowerscape is really flowers, but in the landscape rather than a a close up of the flower. um and I've got a number of those that I'll be releasing later as well. but anyway, um just to quickly sort of go through these. Uh, what I'm what I'm going to do is we're taking ten originals and we're going to be trying to hopefully go to you know the point that I wanted to get uh, was to have a, a set of the same images but um, with you know they're all soft proofed. Um, we're not going to be going today to the point where we'll you know we're not going to be looking at these um, you know how I put the boilerplate on and things like that. These are just the the re, the resulting images that I'll be taking through and printing. But what I I do want to do is to take you through, um, not all of the images, but just sort of look at a few of these that I've soft-proofed in Photoshop and, you know, basically um, explain the soft-proofing process. So go up here, um, basically, you know, when I, the first thing that I do when I well the first thing I did when I when I decided to uh, to do this project was um, I printed all of these out there was originally twelve um, and I in fact I can show you what I did I' not used to this here you see that there is uh, there are four images on a page I just printed out twelve of these on uh, three pages and this is basically so that i I I can see what they'll look like without any soft proofing. Uh, you know, I just took the took the images, um, didn't do the exposure tweak that I normally do when I'm printing because I wanted. I really wanted to see what a base image would look like uh, on the paper that I would, you know, that I'd chosen for the uh, for this uh, particular folio. And you know, some of them look good. Some of them didn't look so good. Um, what what I did um, initially, if you remember back a few episodes to uh, episode number 192 and 193, I talked about the uh, some paper tests that I did. And I basically, at that point, decided that I was going to use Harman Gloss F B A I A uh, L AL, sorry, aluminium, I think that's for, paper. And I will be using that for my Colors of Japan. Um, here we can see... I've got a a bunch of images here, 12 images. These are going to be in another folio that we looked at in the video a while ago, um, assuming that I can get that into this into this podcast. Uh, Basically these images are all going to be part of a The Colors of Japan folio Um, and these are going to be on Harman gloss paper. Let's just get rid of that. Uh, These are going to be on Harman gloss paper and I when I first you know we'll, we'll actually we'll look at this one where are we yeah we'll look at this one later as well how I soft proof this um but I basically when I went on to the flowerscapes set I originally tried them on Harman glass and things didn't look that great um and I, I basically I got I got to a point where um you know I'd, I'd printed them all out couldn't get a few done, I had to change a few, um, and it wasn't really the the gloss paper that that was at fault, um, as much as just the matching of the profile and some of the contents of my images. This image, for example, um, you'll see these these little sort of bluish grey areas here, they came out really, really bad on the gloss, and no, no amount of proofing could get it right. I just could not forfeit. Um, this image. I'd removed a few of the others, changed them around, um, but I really wanted to have this particular image in my landscapes. Uh, sorry, flowerscapes portfolio. Um, and so, I uh, I wasn't prepared to to remove it. So I decided to try a different paper. And I during those tests, I you know that I that I talked about in episodes one nine two and one nine three. I did mention that I also like the, uh, very much like the Harnemule museum etching and the photo rag papers. Um, The reason I ruled those out originally was because I hadn't decided the size of the folios yet. But I have since locked in on 8.5 by 11 or letter paper size for the folios. Um, And that was because, um, you know, basically it was... The best size that I, you know, that I could think of for handheld prints, and also it, it was a good size to to make the folio uh, in, you know, the actual at the museum quality, archival quality folio that I've had made, die pressed, and all of that. Um, I basically locked in on eight and a half by eleven, and I realised that the photo rag paper, three hundred and ten GSM photo rag paper. From harley Mueller was available in eight and a half by eleven paper from B and H. Uh, can't get it here in Japan, but because I'm going to be ordering the the Harman paper from B and H anyway, I figured that I'd get a few boxes of the the photo rag and try it on there. And so that's basically what I did. I, I went through and um, I did did the whole flowerscape set, this whole set again, um, on the photo rag. So <laughs> I've actually done the, done the soft proofing for this set twice. Um, I, you know, from there though, uh, I also realized that I'd originally had 12 images in this set, uh, but the photo rag is much heavier and much thicker than the Harman paper. So I had to remove two, um, and it, I'm not too worried about that. You know, I think that's another thing that I, I didn't mind, um, you know, forfeiting the, an, a couple of images to make this Whole set as good as it can be. I want it, I want them to be really, really good quality, and I just figured that it was it was necessary to to remove those two images to get them on the photo rag paper. Um, I'm far from an expert on soft proofing, but uh, having done this a lot in recent weeks, I figured that I'd try to try this video episode to share what I've learned with you in the hope that it helps you too. So, if I was going to print this normally. I would just go here to Exposure and maybe bump it up by um, 0.15 to 1.2, you see that the histogram is still well in there, Uh, and that would normally be enough to give this enough punch to to make the the difference between what you see on the screen and the print. Um, I do of course always create a virtual copy for that because I don't want to be messing around with my originals um and also if you have a virtual copy then you can you've got a record of how you last printed it and you can go back to that um anyway i'm digressing i normally um work directly on the raw files in lightroom um but if, um but because i know that i knew that i was going to be soft proofing i simply exported all of these with any lightroom adjustments that i'd made to a let's see to the folio, here we go, uh, this is, um, ah, I need to show you this, this way, um, these are the images after the soft proofing, but if I go down to show you threes, these are the originals, all of the ones with the three star rating are the original PSD files, um, that I output, and then I opened in Lightroom, uh, you can see here we have soft proof, zero uh soft proof hash one these are the images that i've i've output and then i've made a copy of with the soft proof now i'm what i'm going to do is just go down and open an original uh flowerscapes collection original let's grab this um if i open this in cs4 edit the original what we can see here is that, you know, it's open in CS4, and I'm going to go to Image and duplicate, and I want I want to make a copy of this, and this is going to be the um, the copy that here we go, soft proof one. Um, this is going to be be the copy that we just looked at. Um, now I'm going to give it the soft proof one. Um, you know, number here, basically because nine times out of 10, you have to do this a couple of times. Um, you know, it's, it's not very often that you, that I, I get it right when the first soft proof and you want to keep your soft proofs as well, because, uh, you know, if, if you make a, an adjustment that doesn't go as well as you'd hoped and you want to revert, if you overwrite the soft proof, then you're going to, you know, you're going to basically lose those changes. So even though it takes a bit of, um, You know, quite a bit of disk space initially. You can remove those later once you get to something that you're happy with. So just number them for now. And there we, you can see that we have a copy. Um, We have the original here and a duplicate. And then what I do is um, this. This is not going to be good because for some reason I think this is possibly um, something that happened with the Windows 7 upgrade. But some of my uh, my um, menu items don't have the the writing, the text next to them. But basically I'm going to select this and show both of the images in one um, you know, in one window. Then before you start you actually start soft proofing what you need to do is go to view proof setup and custom and then you can see that I've already got it set up here but basically you uh, in fact i'm just going to go back to custom just to let you see that you need to go to um device to simulate and from there i know that i am using the honey Har- mule uh, fine art this, this is the name of the i always a little pet peeve of mine is that you can't you know a lot of companies don't really give their profiles easily readable names but anyway honey mule fine art canon I use a Pixus or a Pixma Pro 9500 printer and the Photo Rag paper. So you just go in here and select the printer and paper profile. Um, leave preserve RGB numbers off. Change the rendering intent to perceptual. Turn black point compensation on. And also uh, simulate paper color. I leave that on and that automatically makes simulate black ink um, on and sort of disabled. Now you can also save these so you can see here that I, I've I've got a few saved um, if you save them it just makes it easier to load them later you can see here um, I have the, the let's, well let's take a look, there's the, the Harman gloss paper you can load that um, see the settings or uh, the one that we're going to proof to right now is the the photo rag so select that and then just click OK and you can see that this now looks very different to the image on the, the left this is the original this is the soft proof copy now once you once you're in here um, you can hit Control y to show the um, soft proof version or not you know it toggles between the two um, so I guess that's, that'll be probably be Command Y on the Mac, but um, <laughs> I'm sure someone will let me know if, that, if it isn't. Um, Control Y to toggle, and then basically once you're in here, uh, you, you want to try to get this to look as close as you can, as close as you can to this. Um, to, to a degree, um, you, you, you really you have to do tweak. You have to tweak this a little bit, but the way i there are a number of ways that i've found to to get these looking more like the uh, the one on the left there um the easiest uh thing and and often the only thing that i need to do is to create an adjustment layer for the levels so you see here we we have a, a levels le- a layer now appeared and in here we have uh you know we can basically play around with the levels to um to make it look a little bit more like the you know the image on the left now you know i i probably what you can see here if you grab the the black um node here and move that across you make things a little bit darker the, the sh- it plugs the shadows up a little bit um if you bring the the white node in it gives the image a little bit more punch adds a little bit more contrast back um, and brightens up the the highlight areas and if you play around with the mid-tones here, you can see that you can get a you know you can get it a lot closer than um you know than it, it looked before. And this is remember that what we're doing here is we're emulating what Photoshop at least thinks this print will look like when you print it out. Now let me see, control Y again. What you can tell here now, if you remove the soft proofing. You can see that this looks pretty wacky, it's way over the top. Um and that is what they'll look like in Lightroom when you take them back in there as well. But remember that you're only saving these these copies to print with, so that's not a big deal. Here's uh here it is again with the uh yeah, I'm just mess that around a little bit more. Um now the thing is it's it's not as it's not as um easy as you'd think to actually, I mean, this looks pretty close to this and it's definitely going to be a lot closer than just printing it out with any soft proofing. But again, you know, I mean, I I don't like to um, to really make my screen as dark as the prints are. So I'm looking at this on a lighter screen as well. It's it's not perfect. But what this does is gives you a good starting point. So what I find is, you know, once you've done all of your of your tests, all of your soft proofing here, you save your copy and you you then have to go away and make another test print I do all of my printing from Lightroom um, most of it, 99.9% of my printing from Lightroom Um, and what you're going to do is you're going to go off and save another copy of this Um, but you I found that this actually was you know, just looking at it on screen the, the tones that I've used in the image here it, it wasn't perfect with doing something like what I've just done here, so I'm going to show you now where it was after a few, after a little bit more tweaking. I actually ended up with nine here and 226 here and 105, uh, 106 in the mid tones. Here we go. Look at that. Um, so this is where I actually ended up with this so you can see that if I toggle you can see that it's um, it's actually it's it's much sort of gaudier or loud in some areas much more contrast um, slightly plugged up and dark you know dark tones but this is if we look at it with the um, with the uh, soft proofing turned on it's not quite the same as this but this is these are the exact settings that I got to in my final image um so you know like i say you need to really sort of test do some um test prints afterwards if we go back to lightroom and what i can do is go back into here and if we show you if if i remove the attribute so that we show all images you can see that a number of these uh, have you know we've got um, soft proof 2, soft proof 1. So, I've basically built on my original soft proof images as I go down. Here you can see that I've got a ridiculous number of soft proof, I think we went up to 7 on this. 6... Um, okay. So maybe 6. Um, soft proof for this one, just to get it right. Here uh, we see that I, I've only It only took me, um, where are we? Oh, three. I've probably removed some of these. So this is Soft Proof 3 for here. So I'm I'm doing a number of proofs for each one of these. Um, I do want to go through, let's take another look. Take a look at another few of these. Um, So this Soft Proof 3, let's open this in Photoshop to show you where I got. I'm not going to not going to go through the. Uh, in fact, we might as well just remove that and that because we don't need it anymore. No, um, I've saved that off. Remember that you know you just want to save it. Uh, if you open it from Lightroom and just hit save, it will save it in the same folder that you have the original. Um, but if you if you don't want to do that, just sort of you know use save as from the uh, from the file menu. Um. Wanted to quickly look at this uh, again. Let's turn on. This is where I ended up with the soft proof number three. Um, we're using the Hahnemühle photo rag. It shows you when you've got the soft proofing turn on. It shows you your um, your. Um, let's see. It's what it's using there is this. Um, it's using your the what you use to the, to save the settings with. Um, basically, you can see here that I ended up with uh, 14 for the darks, the dark, you know, black tones or black point, whatever. Um, not very good with Photoshop, so you'll, you'll notice that I'm not coming out with all of the great terminology. Um, the mid-tones here, I went to 0.9, and for the highlights, I, I guess that's shadows. <laughs> um, for the highlights, I went right down to uh, 151. The, the photo rag from Harley Mueller is very um, it, it's a pretty pale paper, and if you want to really make your your black stand out, you know you're going to have to, uh, you know, oops, uh, you know, really sort of plug them up from there. Um, so 14 uh, was a little bit more than my uh, than the last one that we looked at, uh, but also the highlights to really sort of keep this all under control. I oh, yeah, I had to bring the highlights right down here, um, and that ended up in. A, I mean, this prints beautifully, and uh, and you know from this soft proof. So I just wanted to quickly show you that. Um, these The last few, we've really looked at levels changes. Um, this image required a little bit of something else. Um, let's open this in light, sorry, CS4 to show you this. Um, basically here we have levels 8, 0.9, 236, just a little bit of levels, general levels change. But I've also here had to change the hue and saturation. Now, when you, when you look at this, um, there's nothing changed. But if you go down, you see these, we've got you know, various channels. And the yellows, um, the only channel that I changed here was the yellow. But I increased the saturation in the yellow. Um, again, let's just turn on the, uh, turn on the, the profile. Um, increase the saturation in the yellows because it just wasn't punchy enough in the print. Um, so this is something else to keep in mind so you've got levels and hue saturation and um, that you can think of that I can think of to, uh, to change um, the image when you're doing your soft proofing and there was another one that I wanted to quickly look at from the Colors of Japan set here and um, you can see this is where 7 was, I, I knew I'd recalled 7 from somewhere you can see that for this image I had done seven soft proofs um, to get this right. It was a pain. <laughs> um, so what I want to do is show you what I did here in CS4. Let's show you. Um, again, turn on the control Y to turn on the um, the soft proofing. Uh, actually uh-huh, I almost caught myself here. So let me show you. We This is going to be printed on a different paper. So to show you this accurately, I need to load the Harman Gloss profile. So this here, you know, this is what it's going to look like with the Harman profile. And it's, you know, it's, it's pretty, um, pretty dark. You know, we've got a good, let's just take it off to show you. I need to select that. This is what it looks like without and this is what it looks like with the profile. It's not exactly the same, it's very close. Now, the darks, the dark blacks do print a little bit blacker than this, Um, but what I wanted to do here is to show you that in addition to levels, um, I have levels changes to the tune of 5 in the the shadows, mid-tones to 0.9, and I didn't adjust the highlights, Um, but this image had a really pretty bad color cast. And so what you can see here is that I added a color balance, uh, you know, from the adjustment la- layers, where are we, color balance. You, I added a color balance layer and basically it had to change the cyan and the red to plus 55. That basically, um, you know, moved the, it reduces the the Cians or cyans, and increased the reds. Um, to help me you know maintain this this beautiful red in the sunset the magenta and green slider I moved it 23 points towards green and that was basically because there was a pretty bad magenta cast that I wanted to get rid of Um, don't particularly need the green but I wanted to reduce the magenta and the on the yellow and blue side this, um, you know, it's blown out. Um, the, the, sun, the sun part, sunrise, uh, sunrise sunset here, um, had the sun this pretty blown out in the, sh- in the clouds um, or trying to show through the clouds. But, you know, that, that's how this image is. Um, but basically, I wanted to maintain the, the yellow in this sort of halo here. And so the yellow has moved down by minus 15. Here we see as well that the shadows, I didn't change the highlights. But in the shadows, um, we had to basically go from, uh, again, the magenta. These areas were had a pretty bad cast, so I reduced magenta by increasing green to plus uh, 12. And so, you know, the, we've looked at earlier, we've seen levels, we've seen hues and uh, saturation, and we've seen color balance. Now, so far, these are the only three adjustment layers that I've used during this uh, soft proofing. But I'm sure that you know you could probably use curves uh, instead of levels. I prefer levels, um, but you know you might need the additional um, control that you can get with curves. Um, You could use any of these, I would imagine, to change this. So really, though, it's just about um, you know getting them as close as you can to the original. Again, not here. Uh, you know, making this is this is the original. Actually, you know what? I'm telling you something very wrong here. I need to open the original before we can. Uh, let me sh- let me get back to Lightroom. You can tell I'm not that good at doing this stuff. Um, so let me go to the original, and we'll show you it. Here we go. Let's open this in Photoshop, or I'll be telling you something wrong. So this is the original. Let's go back to my wacky screen in fact. Here we go. So just move this up slightly here. So this is the original. Uh, no, <laughs> this is the original. Um and this is the soft proofed version. So let me turn on the soft proofing. Now that that was I was showing you earlier that wasn't the original. <laughs> um this is the one with the soft proofing turned on, and so compared to this, you know, it actually you can see that there is a bit of a cast here. Um, but I, I really wanted to try to keep this gradation in the mountains in the foreground, and you can see this actually better on the print. But basically, you know, the the changes that I made here, including the color balance, allowed me to sort of make this. It looks a little redder here, um, but in the print. It actually is much closer to what we see here uh, when I when I print it out. So let me just get rid of those. So as I say, um, you know, there's always going to be a need to continue to do test prints. You you saw how many of these um, I was I was re- you know recreating lots of prints in uh, in the um, you know in the process. Some up to seven times. Um, it isn't an exact science, as I say. I found that you know it, it isn't always easy to get just things to look just as they as they do on the screen. Um, you really have to go back and do the test prints and tweak the soft proofs based on the prints that you output. I had to do most of them at least twice, um, some many more times. And once you've made your changes, remember that you, you really want to change um, the file name, like I said don't just sort of overwrite your original file or you'll you'll lose your stages the various stages and it's it was I found that it was nice to be able to go back and check what i had done before Um, I was also writing what I had done on the uh, on the screen you know as I went through um, you know each of the prints you know the four prints on a a page I would basically go through and just sort of write I'm, I'm not gonna get the video back out and show you this but um, basically, I'd, if I made changes to this image, I would write in, in this the, the white border here. Um, you know, levels changed from nine, one point uh, 236 to something else, and I'd just write that in there. And that gave me a way of of quickly going back through without opening the file to see what I'd changed. Um, and then when I'd got it right, I just gave it a check and just said, "Yeah, this one's it. This is done." And I also wrote at the top here number one, number two, number three for the number of the proofs that I was uh, that I've done. Um, you know, but then you save them off. You've got your copy, and um, and then you can just uh, you know you you're, you're there once you've done that. You're you're able to um, you know just go in to the. Let me just go back and show you this um, in the in the um, the print. Here we go. you look in here we've got the actually need to show you from a different place (laughs) I'm really not good at this I hope you're all still listening Um, so if I go here and then change this to four to get rid of them what you can see is now this is my with the this has got the the boilerplate in there embedded in the image and this was just you know what I did was I got my soft proofs and I've still got those soft proofs that we looked at earlier um, but then I went in and just added these in, did a bit of resizing um and added these in photoshop um the the actual boilerplates are made in illustrator um but then put them in there and then when you add the um when you add the border here in in lightroom when you when you're going to print it just make that it makes it just sort of exactly how I want it to. And you can see if you go through, you know, they're all even if the the size of the print is slightly different, um, oh that's that's a different one. Um yeah, and also for verticals I had to hang on, it's har it's Harney Muley. Um so here for verticals, got a slightly different layout. Um but basically this is what I'm what I'm gonna be doing, printing them out for the flowerscapes. Um, just to quickly show you before we finish, remember that you do have to make sure that you use your, your, spe- in your when you're printing, make sure that you specify your profile, uh, it's actually off the screen um, in here, but it, it, make sure that you press specify your profile, um, rendering intent perceptual I find works best, and actually most profiles are created with one of these in mind, so if you have it in relative you might not get the right uh, the right Results or the expected results, um, but make sure that you do continue to maintain your your profile in here And these are saved if you save this in a you can see how if I change this to the Harman glass portrait You can see here that I uh, it, it maintains the the profile here And um, so you know remember if you change your um, Your printer you've got to do this soft proofing again if you change the paper you've got to do the soft proofing again Um, This is a a good incentive to not change printers too often, although I don't, Um, but you know, I I really think that if you've got to do this a lot it would be a big job. Um, I don't think I'm going to be giving up my simple sort of exposure adjustment for general printing as it it basically works most of the time. Um, But I'll certainly be keeping soft proofing in mind for future prints and whenever something you know i usually say if i if i receive an order for something that i haven't printed out yet i i tend um to do a a smaller test print before i go for the 13 by 19 or whatever it's been ordered on anyway and if that means if that requires some soft proofing then at least i've got that tool in my toolbox now um and so you know i'm going to be real falling back on soft proof with without um as much sort of trepidation as i had in the past and if you haven't tried soft proofing yourself then you know i would definitely try Um i i hope that i know it wasn't the best uh, you know i'm i'm no scott kelby sort of trainer um and so you know this probably isn't perfect but i i do hope that having walked you through a few of these uh, steps i it will make it a little bit um easier for you to jump into soft proofing um but you know that's basically what i do and so you know that you know try it yourself if you uh, if you want to what i'm going to do here um as well before we finish uh you know i mean that really brings us to the end of the podcast for this week um you know like i said the first first real sort of video podcast apart from the uh, slideshows that we've done in the past um I'm not going to jump into a, a video for an outro. Um, basically, uh, you know, I'm not that comfortable in front of the camera. And as our friend Landon Michaelson has said in the past, uh, I've got a great face for radio. So I'm going to stay off camera now um, as we lead out. Um, but I, I did want to say, you know, I'll, I'll probably do more. I've just bought a license for Camtasia, the software that I use to capture the screen, and um, you know as I get better at doing this I'll probably do more but the general thing is going to be for us to stick with audio Um, I prefer audio myself and it's not as though I'm a a Photoshop expert so I'm not going to be jumping in trying to show you all sorts of stuff in there Um, I've brought the browser up um, because before we finish I did want to show you once again webspy.com slash mbp to go over to our landing page at webspy and again, you know, when you're here, you can use the discount code MBPWSY for a 10% discount on anything that you buy. And if you come over here, you know, there's plenty of um, plenty of information. You can download the free trial, and you know, basically check out, check out. You've got testimonials. We can see the the online product demo. You can you can go over and get some demos. Uh, actually, this is to book it. What you can do is, I'm pressing the one wrong one. Um, you can tell this is unrehearsed. So, yeah, you can watch product product demos. There's lots to see here. So do take a look at the the WebSpy um, site if you're interested. That's it though. Um, I should uh, let's go back and I'll show you this as well. It's actually really strange being able to show people stuff as we as I talk. So uh, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, um, and I've got my Flickr page here. There's also a, a Vimeo site that I've started to put some stuff up to. But basically, you know, for social networking, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Flickr, um, and also in the you know if you go to the top page at, at martinbaileyphotography.com, you can jump to the forum or over to the blog. And basically, uh, you know, you can find me or, or interact with me in any of these ways. So that's it, though. I'm going to, as this loads, I'm going to wrap up and we'll, uh, we'll be back again next week with another episode of the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. And in the meantime, you just have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye.